This is episode number 356 of the Inner Fight Podcast. We are talking pre- and postnatal fitness with our very own Maria Akhlaq. No matter where you are in the world, folks, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. That's right. We are going to talk all about pre- and postnatal natal fitness, what you ladies should be doing, what maybe you shouldn't be doing, and how to get, I think the biggest thing, your body back. Big shout out to our show sponsors, Smith Street Paleo. Thank them for everything they do. Let's jump into today's show. Now you can put your microphones on, and now we can... Woo! Hello? (laughs) That one's super loud, but that's okay. It makes it a lot more real when you start shouting when I'm trying to do an introduction and pretending that we're really serious. <laughs> Mia. Hi. Welcome back to the show. It's been too long. It's been long. It's by popular demand, but we've had to find a good topic. <laughs> and we found one. This is it. This is it. This is it. Let's start from the start. <laughs> That's probably start, the best yeah. place to start. Logic. Let's start from the start in that, if I'm not wrong, in Inner Fight anyway, it might have been different in your previous gym, about 18 months ago, you had a client who was coming back from having a baby. Yes, that's correct. What was your... Is that the first person that you've trained? Do you train any people back in Sweden? Well, it's the first time I do personal training with someone who's coming back because yeah. I actually didn't do any personal training before I got here. Yeah. But I, we had a lot of classes uh, back in Sweden with yeah. people coming like straight after birth. They come and they bring the babies and... Yeah. Like the babies were from a few months to maybe two years old and they just had them. So it was very different. So it's almost uh, like a play, CrossFit play group for mummies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas this time it was like someone's coming to you and they wanted to, I guess, is that the biggest thing? I, I'm sort of putting thoughts into my own head. But when you've had a baby, you want to get your body back. Yeah, I would say you want to get your body back, but also make sure that you're ready for whatever it is like to have a baby. Yeah. Like a simple thing that you might not think about, just carrying your baby is yeah, quite right. demanding. Yeah. Like one session, the baby was crying for 40 minutes and I was carrying him and my biceps was in cramp. Huh? Really? It's not easy to hold static hold of the baby <laughs> in your arm for an hour. And like breastfeeding, like yeah. they, they sit and breastfeed, the position is not the best. Like it's very hard for your back and your shoulders. So yeah. It's, it's a lot, but of course you get your body back because gaining weight happen when yeah. you have a baby. When so. you have it, yeah. yeah. I guess that's true. I mean, let, let's dial back to how much a baby weighs. Babies anywhere sort of two kilos, three kilos, four uh, kilos, five, five kilos. <laughs> like yeah. it could, and, then, and that's when they're born. Huh? Yeah. And then you sort of a little bit after. And I guess, especially if you've had a baby by a, a cesarean section, actually to pick them up and to be twisting yeah. is, is a massive challenge. So, Let's go through a scenario. Somebody walks in. We obviously want them to be cleared by their doctor and whatever. Yeah. How, how do you typically, what's the starting point for one of these ladies? Postnatal. Postnatal. Yep. We'll go to prenatal later. We should have done prenatal, but let's do whatever. prenatal. Whatever. <laughs> go straight. We'll start yeah. from the end. <laughs> let's start. From, well, that's, that's how the story went. So where does it, where does it start? Well, the, uh, it all depends on what they've done before. Right. Like, if it's someone that I never met before and I have no idea what they've done, I start to ask a background. Like, what did you do before you got pregnant? Mm. How long could you train while you were pregnant? Did yeah, you train right. at all? Yeah. Like, because that's very different. It's gonna, 
changed a lot what we can do now. Yeah, right. Let's say you could train all the way until the day before you gave birth, then you're pretty prepared and you can come back faster. But yeah. some people get a lot of issues and then can't really train proper a few months into the pregnancy. Right. So that's the first question we need to figure out. Yeah. And then I start asking just like basic question, like what kind of because ex- it's certain exercises you should do straight after like for your pelvic like squeezing exercises and stuff like that yeah like did their abs separate it during the pregnancy that's one of the biggest things hey yeah yeah Uh, you know you know all about that i know (laughs) (laughs) where's your research (laughs) even i know that seriously i know about that stuff (laughs) okay cool (laughs) then we'll carry on so those kind of things is the first i ask like what have you done already have you done any of these exercises by yourself and if they say yes or if they say no, I always start testing it. Right. Like just easy stuff. <laughs> like just You never know. Just like yeah, yeah. pushing, keeping your back on the floor while lying, just keeping your legs up. Like yeah. some can't even go like past 90 degrees with the knees because it's too much for the core. Wow. So we just test a lot of that and then just like balances. Really? Like because it's a lot from your like your glutes, your hip, your core that needs to be uh, So really working. drilling into the most... Uh, with no disrespect yeah the most essential the most basic core movements that there are yeah wow because as we said depending on how the pregnancy were and have they done c-section or not as well because if they c-section the recovery is a lot harder yeah for sure uh because it wasn't natural so the body can't really recover as fast yeah so just start at full basic to see what they can and what they can't do yeah because the last thing we want to do is to rush it right that's what i was going to ask you yeah how does how does that sort of situation play itself out? Because it's a How balance. does it close? It's a bit... What is it? Yeah. Yeah, how does it close? But it's, it's a big balance, right? Yeah. Because it's like, I've had enough. I've, you know, I, I can't imagine what it'd be like, but you've had this thing growing inside you. It's completely made you... Like, we constantly want our bodies to look great, and it's made your body look nicely pregnant but whatever and yeah. now you want it back and now you want everything and blah 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 so what's the fine line and how do you manage it this one <laughs> relax <laughs> relax your hand a bit <laughs> so how does it go uh well it's the same here like you can't just say it's like this for every woman that get pregnant because yeah. it's so different yeah like we see some girls they train until the same day they give birth huh? True. Yeah. and then they can probably come back faster. Yeah. Like some girls, they start. They can already start doing some like floor exercises, like the pelvic, like the squeeze exercise and stuff, yeah. already two weeks after. Really? That soon? Yeah, but... Holy shimosis. Some, they recommend to not go back to training before you got the clearance from your doctor, and that's yeah. six weeks after your pregnancy. Right. So, like more common, I would say, maybe six to eight weeks. Right. When right. they can start doing training. Right. But then there's still a lot of things we need to be really careful with. Yeah. Like twisting exercises for the torso of course because of the abs again yeah, yeah. like jumping yeah heavy weights wow all of that like some like proper crunching like just a proper sit-up we should avoid as well because we don't want to do too much crunching wow. more just like static holds so basically just stay away from two crazy core exercises and just work on yeah. like the, the simplest stuff yeah what what's what would be drills for balance you said like like, I just do, like, can you stand on uh, one leg, close your eyes, stand on a, a very good one to, like, engage your core as well. Do you want me to show you? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I basically just... Oh. Take three tennis balls, juggle, close both <laughs> eyes. No, just something as simple as you stand on one leg, 
then you want to try to lean back and you get lifted up a bit higher so you're already falling. Can you do this? <laughs> and then you go the same this way, just get the leg up a bit. And you just get him to move like this, back, and, back forward. and forth. You yeah. should definitely watch the video version. Because yeah. that's very useful. I actually don't think I could do that. Because <laughs> then you work your balance and your core at the same time and just yeah. finding again your muscles to use. Yeah, right. Like what how to engage your core and how to feel the balance because a lot of that can just be a bit out from your muscle memory as well, from being off from training quite yeah. long. I guess also like they can't really use their abs the same way as they're pregnant because they're no. just split apart. Exactly. Or Especially so if they much. have a big split, then yeah. they, do, they don't work anymore. Yeah. What about like lower back? I would think that if you've been carrying around a baby for like whatever, how long time it takes to make a baby. Yeah. Um, your, your back must be sort of overloaded or at least loaded with some external weight that you're not used to use having. Yeah. So a lot of what we do as well, like except on the core, we work the same amount of like the backside of yeah. of your upper body as well like the upper back for holding the baby and breastfeeding because we see a lot of coming in after they've been breastfeeding for long they just like this they can't keep the shoulders back and they like get neck pain really? and stiff neck because they're just sitting like this holding and breastfeeding a baby the whole time yeah so we want to get them strong Sounds in like the, the worst experience <laughs> of my life i'm not surprised when the chicks come around and they say yeah i've had one that is it like all of this shit you, yeah, so you lose your body for nine months and then <laughs> you even get a bad neck and like bad shoulders so we want to do like a lot of to strengthen that up like I just do basic like gymnastics swimming with plates and stuff and like yeah. just back extensions for what Dre said the lower back Yeah. also like recently realized they lose a lot of the glutes so just like really bridges with no weight like just have your upper back on a bench and just lift one leg up yeah, like some really struggle. They can't even get the hip straight because just the glute haven't been activated right, right for that long. Wow. How do they handle that mentally? Like, if you, you know, yeah, you're super fit chick and you're having a baby and you think you're gonna come back real quick and then you just, it's like getting injured almost for a year and then you come back and you can't do the same things as you could before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some, uh, some is very frustrated about it. Are they? But most like understand and just happy to get back to training again yeah right. because i heard a lot of them say like just get out of the house and do something else just doing something then not being just home with the baby the whole time is right. quite like releasing like and you feel the endorphins and you feel just happy of getting out from the house yeah so i think like the main line like they they know they have a, maybe a long way back yeah but yeah. they're just happy that they could start to progress again how does it how does it work like are some, I don't want to get into postnatal depression, but how does that sort of, yeah, I know, imagine. <laughs> Two guys talking about this topic. <laughs> this can just go this wrong. This is the worst <laughs> podcast in the world. But it's like, because they don't, from what I've experienced, this is from experience. Oh, God. <laughs> no, but from what I've seen is that's what, that's what sort of happens is they're a little bit like uh, cabin fever because they've been at home so long. Yeah. So, but how does that motivation sort of continue where they know that they've got such a long way to go and, you know, because it must be so emotional, right? The kids like the whole world and the body's been through a train smash and now they're out, but they're not like in, in, a, in a certain scenario, like what you said, everyone's different, but she could have been super good at working out or at a triathlon or something before and now just to activate 
that simple muscle yeah. is super hard. How do you coach someone through that? I think if, like we go back to our first meeting and then I have to ask, what's your goal with this? Yeah. Because some come in and they say, I want to lose my 10 kilo I gain. Right. So that's their so goal. So it's quite specific. Yeah. It's bang. yeah. And that's postnatal. And <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> you can't lose it. And then some come in and they're not really that bothered about the body. They just want to get back to do what they've done before. Right. For example, I could do triathlons before. Just want to do that. Yeah. Like, I just want to be able to get clearance to run again. So it's not so much I want to lose this weight. Yeah. Or the, the, the baby fat, as it's yeah. really well known. Yeah. I want to be functional again. Exactly. Right. Because, for example... One of my girls, she couldn't, she wasn't allowed to run for a doctor after pregnancy. So oh. her goal was to be able to be able to go, back, uh, to go back to running again, so she can do her full triathlon training. Yeah. So that was our goal. The goal wasn't just focusing on getting the body back. It was yeah. getting the right muscle activation so she can run again. So you can actually something run. simple like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then when we have that clear, what the goal is, then we just put like what we do with any other client. Just yeah. like small goals along the way. Yeah. Like we could do this now. Look, we, we could do this when you started and now yeah. you can do this already. Yeah. It's not what you could do before, but... Yeah, what you could do yeah. after the baby. Is, is, on the whole, does it... I know it's very different, but is the progress quite fast? Like if someone has been fit before, yeah. even though you have to be careful at the start, you might have yeah. a C-section and stuff, does it progress quite quickly? Like within the first month, would you see, would they see noticeable differences if they came to see you two or three times a week? Yeah, we'll definitely say that. Really? Yeah. So it's like, it's really tangible. Yeah. That's cool. Like already, I would say someone I've seen, maybe we've done five, six sessions and yeah. we can already see a huge difference just by getting the right muscle activation. Wow. Just because they haven't done anything. So the body doesn't remember how to use the certain muscles yeah. again. Yeah. And then we just do a few sessions and I, a lot of exercise is super easy to do at home. So I just say, do this right. when you're home with your baby. Wow. The baby can be on the floor next to you and just yeah. do 10 reps of this. Yeah. And then they come back really fast. So they, so let's talk about the frequency of exercising without sort of overactivating. Generally, how often would you see someone? How many sessions would you give? Or how many extra bits would you give someone to do back at home? So if they haven't done a lot yeah. and like they have a certain goal they want to come back to, like some would just want to get out of the house once a week because right. they're busy with other stuff. Right. And some maybe have a certain goal they want to reach and I would say come two to three times a week. Right, okay. And then two to three times they can do something just at home. Right. Because right. it doesn't have to be hard or crazy. It's just yeah. about 10 minutes doing your squeezing exercises so you can yeah. jump on a box again without peeing yourself. Yeah. Wow. See? Small efforts. Really? Like, it's just small <laughs> stuff. Wow. Wait, peeing yourself? Scroll <laughs> <laughs> back. of your face. <laughs> I'm like, hang on a minute. What happened there? How does that work? That works. <laughs> Why would they pee on the box? <laughs> <laughs> or is it during the jump? Like, we shouldn't joke. It's very serious, this show. This is serious. <laughs> Like, that's a huge goal after you come back from pregnancy. You can do skipping again without really? peeing yourself. Really? Yes. Wow. Like, that's one I'm of shocked. the biggest yeah. things. You can't, you can't do any fast jumps. So that's why you can't really run either because yeah. obviously your down area has been quite expanded. Yeah, huh? yeah. So your muscles is not tight enough. So you can't you control, control it as you could before. You and I look like absolute idiots here. So that's <laughs> why what is she talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's why the first we do is just breathing and squeezing exercises to wow. activate your muscles again so you can wow. run and jump without 
Yeah. <laughs> you see, I, I put my hand straight up. I am an absolute amateur in this. <laughs> is there <laughs> any documentaries about this? <laughs> Maybe you can YouTube this straight. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very interesting. Let's talk about... That's super interesting. I'm almost blown away. Lucky I have notes here. Now, have you seen... Okay, one of the, one of the things that I personally think is a myth is I'm going to have a baby. I'm going to gain 10 to 15 kilos. And then I see... The second baby comes in two years' time, and still the weight hasn't gone off. What's your thoughts and maybe your experience about weight gain during pregnancy? Is it just another bullshit excuse, or is it legit? Or what, what's your thoughts on it, mate? Uh, so again, uh, actually, what I want to talk about it also depends on like how much knowledge you have already about training for yourself, mm-hmm. because. If you talk to someone, if you talk to your parents, yeah. maybe not our parents, but grandparents, yeah. they will tell you as soon as you get pregnant, you have to sit down. You, yes. can't, you can't do anything. Yeah, right. It's very dangerous. Yeah. Don't even carry your grocery bags. Yeah, yeah. Like the That's classic. what they will tell yeah. you yeah. because that's what we believed a yeah. long time yeah. ago. Yeah. But yeah, obviously yeah, sure. that, that's changed a lot now. So Even most doctors nowadays, I bet that's what they say. I think some of them err on the side of caution. I mean, the, the best scenario that I've ever seen is... It was actually super funny. We had a girl in who was training until she gave birth on Christmas Day. She was training until Boxing Day. And on boxing yeah. on 24th Boxing Day, Phil was actually in the bathroom. <laughs> and um, the girls wanted to play a prank on him. So they poured like a, a <laughs> bottle of water all on the floor. No like, way. So there was this big pool. And they obviously thought that he thought that her waters had broke. But <laughs> I, I was also like, I was also a bit like... What, why have they thrown water on the floor? And they like he he was super confused. And Guys, like obviously like mm, stupid. You know what I mean? And, but she was there. The point is, that it was yeah. super funny. The point is, is that she was there until the twenty fourth. Yeah. And I remember the first day she told me she she said, "Listen, I'm I'm ten or twelve weeks pregnant." She generally people try and tell us a little bit early, which I think is is something maybe we'll come on to. But I think it's super safe. And I said, just feel out how your body is. Yeah. But she got stronger through the pregnancy. Yeah. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, squatting as well. Like, she's got 80 kilos on her back. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to have a baby <laughs> in my gym. <laughs> it's like, going to come on the it's floor. It's going to come on the floor. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I, I, I think there's still a lot around don't do anything. Yeah. But th- you just have to n- know yourself then. And if you're getting pregnant and you haven't done a lot of training, then I will definitely... Like go to a personal trainer. Yeah, right, right. Like to get some help. If you not have not the knowledge yourself, yes. Go to someone that has the knowledge and can help you yeah. because it definitely help you train during your pregnancy. Yeah. It's gonna make the like the birth itself easier and definitely yes. the recover yeah. and the whole pregnancy as well because then we come back to to the the weight gain. Yes. Yeah. If you don't do anything, it's very easy to gain weight. Like yeah. when you get pregnant as well, your hormones play with you, and That's what like I was ask you. A, it's very common to get special cravings. Yeah, and if you're lucky, you crave for an apple or a pear <laughs> or something. But like one of my friends, she just got craving for Pringles, and she gained thirty kilos. She was just on her couch shouting Holy for shit. her boyfriend to give her Pringles okay, for nine Pringles. months. Pringles, thirty kilos of Pringles. <laughs> That's a lot, huh? Like it's insane. Really? And like obviously, I guess the the cravings is a bit mentally as well as your hormones but we know the hormones are gonna yeah. play a trick with yeah, you when you course. get pregnant so yeah. i think it's important that you do the best you can to yeah. to stop it so, so if your husband or, or boyfriend out there <laughs> with a pregnant wife don't, don't give them, them pringles like, <laughs> don't let them touch the pringles but i think this is a really good point is that 
sometimes the doctors are telling us just yeah. chill. If you have an overly compassionate husband or boyfriend or partner and he's scared because of what the doctor said, then yeah. he's going to bring you the Pringles. Yeah. And it's not so hard, like eating Pringles on the couch for nine months. Like 30 kilos is pretty yeah. easy, I, I would guess. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I guess like just what we want to say, like really try to do training. I'm not saying they have to come to the classes and do no, no. Thursday therapy, but it can be <laughs> such an easy thing as, <laughs> <laughs> as walking or biking or just yeah. home exercises. Yeah. But So is that what, like, it, I mean, obviously, again, it's super different, but the general application, just keep some form of movement. Yeah. And, and then... Would you start, like a lot of the stuff that you do postnatal with muscular contractions, would you suggest people start that further out? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's definitely something they should start like straight away. Even if, if, I, if someone tells me they want to get pregnant soon in the future, yeah. I start doing these kind of exercises no with way. them just to prepare them. Wow. Because if, you can, if we know they want to get pregnant, if you plan to get pregnant within the next six months, yeah. and we can already prepare your body to get a stronger back and keep you upright, you're going to have less issues when you get a big belly in front, huh? Pre-pregnant classes. <laughs> <laughs> Trev and Rahel. I've seen them doing all of these movements. Lucky they don't listen to this show. No, none of the boyfriends and husband knows about this class. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they could come to it as well. But I, I, think, I, I actually think that's something super like I, I think nowadays there's too much of an acceptance of okay I'm getting pregnant I'm probably going to gain 10 yeah. to 15 it, it, I'm probably harsh because I'm, I'm a male and I just don't think there's any excuse for people gaining weight but there is a little bit too much people are maybe wrapped in cotton wool huh? yeah it is yeah like because we can look at the fact how, how much your baby weight and then it's yeah. some water and it's some all of the other stuff that goes around yeah. the baby yeah. Yeah. so it's gonna be like let's say five to nine kilos right but the rest doesn't have to the rest doesn't have to be there no yeah that's uh that's something i mean yeah i think there's as much prenatal should be happening and related to diets i don't know how i mean people i crave things right yeah like, everyone craves we things. crave things yeah. right so why? I don't know why. We just give it, I guess, the hormones yeah, when I'm we're more pregnant. I, yeah, like I think you're more emotional, more, more like... Emotional. Just it's just a lot going on. Because yeah, every you're going to have a baby. You're gonna, yeah. Your life so is a bit complicated. Changing. You're carrying this big thing. Or <laughs> yeah. It's just like, a lot going on. So I guess it's a bit easier to give in for the cravings as well. Yeah. Like, I'm should, not blaming them. <laughs> should, uh, should post or prenatal uh, women eat anything specific like should their diet change or like do you, do you think there's any like recommendations on that stuff uh like i don't want to say you're going to eat something special i just think it's important to like especially after the pregnancy that you don't because i see a lot of mom gets like they don't give themselves time yeah because they have the baby and then they the baby goes a little bit older so you start making the baby food and then you just eat whatever you make the baby right and that ah. is not going to be good nutrition for a grown-up huh? yeah yeah Pringles so <laughs> and baby food <laughs> this is getting better uh, <laughs> so that's what we see a lot they just don't take time to make their own food because they want to make the good food for the baby and then they are eating the baby's snacks or whatever right. which is not made for a grown-up so yeah. like I would suggest like just make sure you have good nutrition still and take time for yourself and 
maybe prepare some food in the evening when your husband is home and you have some time so you're not stuck the next day and feel like oh shit now I don't have time to make myself food yeah, yeah. So I'm just gonna snack on this fish cake or whatever I'm giving my kid or, yeah. a, or rusk you get <laughs> rusks rusks yeah no you, you no. get rusks no they must have sold them I can <laughs> <laughs> just like these biscuits super sugary We've like been a little it takes about half a day for a kid to eat one. Rusks. <laughs> they have to. Yeah, it's like a little bit hard, and they chew it till it's soft. What do you give to dogs? <laughs> yeah, a little bit like that. Like it's practical. Yeah, very practical. So, so you want to give that to about those the prenatal women? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm asking. That's, that's, that's my question. Where are we going to go? Um, yeah, we've kind of been into the training part, nutrition part. Now another big third pillar is, is the sleep. Yeah, like how important is the sleep? I, I know that must be super challenging. Yeah. And obviously the most challenging part should be in the beginning because the baby is newborn and you're not used to it as well. You don't you don't really know the baby and the baby doesn't yeah. know you. Like it's a lot going on and yeah. it wakes up a million times and you probably sleep with it in your bed as well. Yeah. Which leads to the next part because that part we can't really control because in the beginning the baby's going to be next to you right yeah, yeah. and it's going to be hard to sleep because you're going to be scared to roll over on the baby or <laughs> is the baby breathing or like it's a lot of things yeah. that are going on like yeah, people yeah. stay awake the whole night because you're just scared the baby stop breathing like because if it's your first baby you just don't yeah. know these things yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the most important i think is a few months later that you try to make the baby sleep in its own bed yeah that's yeah. the biggest issue because heard, yeah. especially again if it's your first baby because before you know this you yeah. think because the baby's going to cry when you put it in its own bed or in its yeah. own room it's going to cry and cry and cry and you feel like a horrible person so you take it up yep. and then that's going to continue forever because yeah. babies are smart the older it gets the more <laughs> it's going to disturb you when you're sleeping as well yeah for sure uh, and the harder it's going to get to get him to sleep by himself yeah so yeah. but when mom's done that some does it faster and some does it later, but the only thing they're all re- saying is, I wish I've done it earlier. Earlier. Yeah. yeah. yeah because that's that the lot. biggest change. Like, finally, they can sleep alone in the bed. They can get, like, a good night's sleep, even though they have to wake up one time or twice to feed yeah. the baby. Yeah. Like, for the rest of the hours, they can actually sleep. They can sleep. But what, one thing as well is the type of... So, let's go to postnatal again. The type of... Because that's what I hear, that I, I, don't, I don't sleep very well, so I don't have energy. But related to sleep the exercises that you're getting them to do as you said it's not like they're sprinting it's not yeah. like they're you know they just need to come and see you like a couple of times a week yeah to know what exercise to do to activate it it's going to make them feel better so i i don't want to say it can be done on not much sleep but it can be done yeah. without much sleep yeah. it doesn't it's need not going to be crazy intensity or anything yeah, yeah. so that's uh, that's something super cool that's, that's the cool thing about personal training it's like well that's true like y- you kind of can run the pace by yourself. Yeah. You're not you're not like obliged to keep the pace of 15 other people. True. Yeah. Like yeah. if you show up completely wrecked, and your coach will obviously turn down the pace a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So if you're even like more afraid of that, you should definitely do one on one. Talking about that transition from a personal training environment to like we have a quite a few girls who used to do classes with us and yep. they come back and do personal training what's your sort of approximate timeline like do they need two months with you do they need three months with you and then we can you sort of try i know again it's probably different yeah. how complicated the birth was but yeah. obviously the goal for those girls is to get them back in the class so what what sort of timelines have you seen work well uh i guess it goes back again to what the original goal was yeah 
is the goal to just get if they used to do classes and the goal is just to get back to classes yeah like that can be done in 10 sessions wow, wow. Uh, because then we That's just cool. we just focus on like okay I want to be able to go running again yep okay what do we need to do so you can run again okay yeah, we need to it. strengthen your core your glutes your hamstrings need to be activated because otherwise you will get knee issues or you will yeah. run weird like you will hurt your back yeah so we're gonna focus on that and then do a little bit of everything else just reach your goal yeah and if it's the same as my goal is to go back to class we just look at the big things then what you need to be able to do yeah okay you should probably be able to squat hold hollow hold by yourself without like hurting yourself can you hang without stretching if you have a scar or anything yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff like that and i guess within 10 sessions they've probably built up that confidence to say yeah okay i know i used to squat 80 kilos but i'll put the oh well, i'll put the bar plus like 10 kilos each side yeah and then then i'm good to go again yeah and then like if they going back to class we finish in their sessions i always just talk to them about the exercises we've done and how we scale the exercises yeah. so they know when they come to class and it says pull-ups and i said oh do you remember how we scaled that we did this so just tell the coach right. so they feel like comfortable doing that as well yeah that's very uh i think that's the, i think that's the best way and I, th I think i think i've seen the most success when girls do come in and have a a block of those sessions and then the progress they make in that block is fast but yeah. then when they get back in the class the progress they make is super fast yeah. because they've sort of somehow because you've given them the scale and yeah. I guess you've given them the belief as well that it's it's going to be okay yeah. and, and, and when it's not you haven't put them in the class and then they're able to do you know stuff like they could do it before i mean yeah. one of the great examples is is was laura yeah you know a few weeks before she's due to give birth she's still doing like butterfly pull-ups and then <laughs> yeah like she was i did feel that she was maybe a little bit more hesitant when she came back but then 10 sessions and she's yeah hey, she's, she's smashing class again yeah, yeah, yeah she's yeah. smashing yeah. the class again and you know she was actually something like freakish though because i never heard her complain about anything no. she she literally she sent me a message she said i'm pregnant i need such and such amount of time and then i'll be back and yeah. as soon as she came back she was fine then she went through all the pregnancy had the baby and then she did some sessions and yeah. she's all good yeah she's been amazing and what, yeah. what she did as well like if you're used to classes you can come in for one personal training and then do some classes in True. between True. that what we did with laura she came yeah. in once a week for personal yeah. training and then she did some classes as well because she was used to classes already yeah exactly so we just did a personal training for like the small extra things we can work on yeah like a bit more um, quality of personal yeah. training I, thi sorry, I think an another thing like that that helps people who are worried out there like postnatal or prenatal is to see other chicks like yeah. smashing like us yeah. sharing that story about Laura right now yeah hopefully a lot of people that are worried about, you know, like if they can train or whatever they should train. Yeah. Like by seeing or being with other people who are in the same boat. Yeah. Like that's a big thing. Like that whole environment thing. Yeah. yeah. And the whole sort of, I, I it is very, like you've said all along, Mia, it's very sort of individual. Yeah. But I also think at the end of the day, like it's also quite normal and it's quite global as well in that, you know, chicks get pregnant we we have children you know we only make it individual because we sort of pampered to all these different like oh no not like that oh no not like yeah. this whereas the chicks that are 
are generally the most relaxed and just get on with it. Like Ramona's pregnant at the moment. Hope she doesn't mind me telling everyone that. You can see it on her Instagram. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, everything's cool. Yeah. I feel good. Yeah. Any cravings? No, I feel great. Yeah. You know, and the ones that do have cravings, well, they can choose to give in to them or they can choose just to, to, to rock and roll. Yeah, it's a, like some things may happen to you or may not happen. I don't know the, the English word, but like when your hips grow and you get like, yeah. what's the English word? I'm not really sure. All right. <laughs> like that can happen super early or quite late in the stage. And if that starts to happen super early in your pregnancy, you're under a lot of pain. Right. So certain things will happen or will not happen. Right. Which we can't control. Right. But like cravings, we can choose to you control it or contr- not. Th- this yeah. is what I'm saying. It's like, and I think that's where we got to with the food. Like, you, yeah, the split in your abs, yeah. you, you can't control. But the, the Pringles into your mouth, yeah. like, you <laughs> You should kilos. control. <laughs> you, probably, <laughs> you probably should control. Yeah. What else have we not spoken about that's interesting when we when we speak about sort of postnatal fitness? Um, what do we speak about? Uh, weight gain? Is there a pattern? Um, what? We didn't speak uh, careful. What should you be really careful of? If we could wrap that one up. Twisting, we said. Crunches. Crunches. Yeah, so first of all, like twisting movements, crunching movements, um, jumping, running. Right. Pringles. Pringles. So anything basically that would be like hard movements on your hip or your pelvic. Right. Right. So that's why I don't want to. We can't run at the beginning because it's quite hard on run on, on outside or whatever. Right, like right. your steps will be quite heavy. Right. Same if you jump. If you're not prepared for that, you can hurt yourself quite bad. Yeah. So that's like running and jumping is more for your pelvic, and then like twisting and proper crunches is obviously yeah. for your abs if they separated. But everything else is pretty much. And then of course no heavy weights. Like I would yeah. never let anyone yeah. squat heavy or snatch or lift anything heavy. Yeah. But of course, as with general movement to do like an air squat or multiple air squats yeah actually works quite well yeah yeah of course so what are the top three exercises that you can do postnatal yeah what are your go-to like what what three exercises yeah what's the secrets <laughs> what, what that, the top three one yeah <laughs> the, the balance yeah balance. balance i would definitely do balance drills just to get your body to remember what muscles to use when yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, then like obviously the the squeeze and pelvic yeah. It's like a hollow kind of so tucked hollow basic, or basically you just lie down on the floor on your back you take a big breath and then you when you breathe out you do it quite hard like almost you get a, a punch in your belly yeah and at the end of that then you squeeze so if you're personal trainer out there don't punch them in the <laughs> belly just you have to imagine they're getting punched in the belly so you probably don't know because you can't squeeze but girls will understand yeah, what to do yeah, so yeah. you just lie on the floor you take a big breath you breathe out the last yeah. bit is quite like hard to breathe out like you yeah. get a punch in yeah. the end of that you squeeze and you yeah. hold for five seconds right and then just relax a bit and then you repeat so a little bit of breathing drills is yeah really it's just like a lot of breathing drills yeah okay uh, third exercise and then uh, like i do a lot of the gymnastic swim with them just to yeah. strengthen the upper back and also your lower back i make them just go into uh, an arse position yeah, yeah. With the feet up and just hands in front, we can do different like swimming or whatever yeah. or just holding just to strengthen the backside as well for carrying the baby or if it's after to uh, carry it as well and breastfeeding and everything that comes with it. I reckon they're almost global except the one that we can't do, mate. I reckon those other two <laughs> is something that we definitely should be doing all Why the time. Why can't we squeeze? <laughs> mate, it's different. <laughs> what? <laughs> we got to see Drake trying. 
You guys can't squeeze. Definitely watch I'll the video. Squeeze. <laughs> Definitely watch the video version. <laughs> And food, we pretty much wrapped up quite nicely. Yeah. We should definitely, definitely stay away from the Pringles. But I think yeah. what what you said, Mia, is 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 super straightforward. It's like you have to be on your program, and yeah. I know that takes a little bit of extra effort, especially if you're working, and 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 it's easier sometimes just to go in with what the kids having. But I think when you talk about getting the baby weight off, well, you shouldn't be feeding the kids bad things anyway. But I think that's really the way to yeah the way to sort of manage it. Maybe it comes down to like, I've heard this before, where like, for example, when, when parents get kids with disabilities or stuff like that, that they'll like, the psychologist or the, the person who guides them will explain that, imagine have this circle and in your life you have like blocks of work or your free time or your family or whatever. And now you have a kid, it's, it, it can only take that much off your circle and if you let it take more, for example, if you stop prioritizing making food for yourself and only for the baby and the baby starts feeling too much and you have to down prioritize all the other things, then eventually your life won't be working anymore. And if your life's not working, your kid's life won't work. Yeah. That's so I guess it's just true. really yeah. prioritizing yourself yeah. and not forgetting like how important your training and I your think food. I, I would imagine you've heard that before, like ladies that are a little bit reluctant to come back because of time or financial commitments and then when they come back and you said it like they get out of the house and it's quite it's quite empowering or liberating or yeah. any, any one of those words that you want to use that they're actually back into it and they're using a bit of the time for themselves and yeah. I think as well like you know everyone sees themselves naked once or twice a day when they have a shower and I think when you start to see that your body actually is working again after it's been through like I would Childbirth is just something horrific. <laughs> the, the thought of it and the peeing, the peeing, <laughs> jumping on a box midair, and all this stuff. I mean, you know, I saw Sam pee herself during a real heavy squat claim, but that was like different. <laughs> yeah. It's different, but the same. Yeah, kind of the same. That's uh, that's probably enough then. Yeah. Pre, pre <laughs> postnatal, speak to Mia. Get come, in touch. Come and see her and. Uh, Clearly knows a lot more. <laughs> <than Trey and I. laughs> What's that thing? Uh, three men and a baby. <laughs> no, let's not think about it's it. So like good that. if you to run this podcast by yourself. Isn't yeah. it? Like, I think next time we two we should just discuss it by by hey, ourselves. This is why we get specialists on the show because. No, but in this, I have no idea. I'm absolutely <laughs> useless, and that's why I've never trained anyone. Now I'm just imagining postnatal chicks just jumping around, peeing, and eating Pringles. <laughs> oh, you're horrible, Dre. <laughs> that's the image you gave me. You're horrible. It's your fault. Awesome. Mia, thank you very much. Thank thanks you. for Thanks for the good work thank for you. the ladies, and thanks, ladies, for entrusting her with your bodies. It's uh, Especially after you've had a baby, it's something for real. Respect. So, thank you very much. Thanks a lot for tuning in to this episode of the podcast, folks. I do hope you have enjoyed it. And a massive shout out to Mia. She clearly knows a lot about pre and postnatal. And definitely don't hire Dre or I. You can hire us for a number of different things, but don't hire us if you're about to have a baby or you've just given birth. Please, folks, hop over to iTunes, rate and review the podcast. We will not send you Pringles. We'll send you some Smith Street Paleo goodies. We'll be absolutely thrilled to do that. And if you do have questions, comments, or want to get in touch with Mia about pre and postnatal, winning at innerfight.com is where to find us. She'll be happy to take care of you. Till next time, take care.